What is up, people? Jean Carlos here. I'm with Natalie Flores, and uh, we're on the Total Body Training Podcast, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build some confidence. And today, uh, Natalie is here because we're going to be talking about. Hi. Uh, <laughs> Hey, what's up? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Natalie. She does something called adaptive yoga. And I think it's something that's really important for our population here at Total Body Training. So she's actually going to be teaching a few classes here. And uh, yeah, Natalie, thanks for being here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> so Natalie, tell us a little bit about adaptive yoga and what that is. So adaptive yoga is kind of how it sounds, is it's adaptive uh, to the person. So instead of trying to get your body and your experience, your injuries to kind of fit into a pose, it's working in the pose adjusting to fit your body. And then from that, working in a place that improves your flexibility, your mobility, and your strength in a safe way. So it's really for everyone of all ages, all genders, all body types, um, all injuries, and any kind of goal you're working towards, whether it is strength or it is mobility or flexibility, or even mental wellness. Uh, adaptive yoga is about addressing each individual's goals and how to Very build cool. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how do you do that in a class setting? Like I could see how that would be easy to do in a one-on-one -on -one setting and mm -hmm. I can kind of hypothesize because I'm a trainer and yeah. I teach group settings, but how do you apply adaptive yoga with say a group of like six people? Right, so you know really it's starting from the ground up, um, starting at a base level. Uh, usually I try to observe everyone and their individual the way they move, I ask questions. And then as we move through the sequence, it's really just giving people time to stretch. And in that time, going to each actual individual person and talking to them and making sure that they feel good and asking them questions. And so it really gives that one-on-one -on -one feel even though you're in a group because I'm taking time to go to each person and ask them about themselves and adjust them. Uh, yeah, so that's why I think it's so important that once you do start this process to keep coming back and keep that consistency because I remember. I remember when someone says that they tore something or not and I and I keep that in mind as I adjust each sequence for the group when I come back. Cool, mm -hmm. and so how did you get into teaching adaptive yoga? Yeah, so I got teaching adaptive yoga because I was a vinyasa instructor mm -hmm. and I was teaching strong flow, vinyasa flow, and I love teaching and I still teach that style of yoga, but I, I could see that when someone would come in, if they were um, heavier and they felt like they couldn't move and they felt um, insecure or if they had an injury and they would get frustrated and they would just want to leave the class. And I felt, wow, there's this whole population that I'm not serving because I either don't have the knowledge, I don't have the training and um, you know I have limited personal life experience in injuries so I can't help address them to get deeper into their bodies mm -hmm. and find the results that they want so I went back to school did more training and learned a lot more about how to approach each one of these people and and their issues and their injuries and their goals and work with them honestly slowly to get them to progress so cool. Very yeah, cool. yeah yeah so you kept finding that some people really needed that and that you weren't able to, to address those things that were going on in their bodies and would you say that there's a lot of that here in town in San Antonio you encounter that a lot definitely Definitely, yeah. there's definitely. We're a, we're a, we're like as a as a city. We're just so 
active, but there's not, uh, we have a, a trouble being a little bit consistent. So a lot of people start strong and then they'll injure themselves or they're constantly active and they'll injure themselves or you're, it's the opposite end of the spectrum where, where we are a little overweight as a city. And so we, we have trouble, you know, wanting to move. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, the thing about adaptive yoga is that it addresses everyone mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. So there's everyone and everything here in San Antonio. We have such a diverse community and a big mixture of people with different needs. So, yeah, cool, very <laughs> there's cool. a lot of that. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I love how it's something that, that, that can be individualized and can help people with different things because I know, you know our population is pretty diverse and a lot of people in my studio do need uh, customized things, yes. uh, exercises to be fixed and modified for them. And and they have gone to other places and not exactly gotten that. It's not to say anything negative about anyone else, yeah. but maybe they just don't have the skill set to do that. Yeah. And so I try to offer that, and I believe that you offer that as well. Thank you. Now, <laughs> you know, that being said, uh, what? Tell us about your certifications. Right. What you? So what you have? Yes, I'm an RYT 500 hour. Um, RYT. Can you? RYT registered yoga instructor mm -hmm. um, with Yoga Alliance, and I'm a RYT 500 hour instructor. So usually my first 200 hour training was Vinyasa, which is kind of the baseline for being able to teach like a group yoga class, and you're given kind of a, a basic knowledge of whatever style that your curriculum is giving you, a, a knowledge about anatomy and yoga history, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and then you're um, your next program, your your RYT 300 hour, is a more in-depth focus. So there's many different 300 hour programs out there and you can kind of choose what you like. And so the program I chose was Adaptive Yoga with Mel Marie Yoga, who's also in town. Cool. And, um, and I just, I heard what she wanted to teach and what she wanted to offer and, and I was just that's exactly what I wanted. And she's still doing amazing work with um, now with like military and helping uh, officers get into their bodies and address their tight bodies and injuries and, and things like that. And it's really awesome. So um, we also have been working with um, eat girls that struggle with eating disorders and um, people with anxiety and depression. So it's just really cool. Mind, body, spirit. We're just addressing all those things and yeah. adapting creating tailoring yoga to meet the person's needs. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So you said that the first one you got was 200 and the second one's 300. Is that 200 and 300 separate or is that now you have 300 in total? Oh, so now I have 500 in okay, total. Right. Yeah, so the so 200 was one program and then Melissa's program, the 300 hour is separate. Yeah, mm -hmm. so it, you two, I did one a few years ago and then um, Melissa's I, almost a year ago, almost. Yeah, yeah. God, time flies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that's a while, yeah. So yeah. You've been doing, how long have you been doing yoga? Um, so I've been doing yoga, yeah. um, on and off since I was 12 years old. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. they used to have a, a Bikram studio here. Now it's the union. Mm -hmm. And when I was 12 years old, my mom did the 60 day challenge and that was my, uh, first moment stepping into yoga. And then I went to college and kind of didn't have money to do it for a while. And then I came home and was like, I need this again. Definitely. That's cool. It's for my own mental health and wellness and physical recuperating. So like, all right, you know, yoga is not exactly super popular with kids. <laughs> I mean, there, although there's like a movement right yeah. now for youth yoga and stuff like that. Yeah. But that wasn't the case back in like, no. you know, 2005. <laughs> I don't know what, what year that would have been, but like in the 2000s. Yeah. Right? That wasn't yeah. necessarily the case yeah. during that time. How did you even get into <laughs> that? So I 
was one of those hyperactive kids diagnosed with ADHD, and I had like little anger management issues, believe it or not. And really? um, yeah, <laughs> I was a yeah. super aggressive yeah. child, okay. very yeah. hyperactive, and, and I couldn't I um I couldn't get my emotions and my thought process under control. Like and even I'm not on, on any medication now, so if I get hyper, sometimes my thoughts will still get get away from me. But when you're a kid and you just have all these emotions and these feelings that you don't understand and you don't have um, a full grasp on situations, mm -hmm. you know, uh, mm -hmm. that would just make me so frustrated. And so I, I would act out. I was just a real rascal, <laughs> like a real, a real little monster. And, uh, and my mom was, my dad were, they were trying to get me into karate and, you know, things were expensive. We weren't, you know, things were very expensive to keep going. And so we did the yoga cause Groupon had just launched that year yeah. or, um, I don't know if it was like just new. And so we did the Groupon with the union with Bikram and, um, and yeah, that's my, we did it and I really enjoyed it. I, I just really took to it and it helped me just center and, yeah. and get focused in a, in a big way. And now I think about it uh, academically, like it, I did so much better once I introduced it into my life. And um, yeah, so that's I didn't awesome. think about that until yeah. now, actually. Yeah. And so you feel <laughs> that what, what did it do for you? So that my, my oh, yeah. people are clear, what did that do for you as someone who was, um, you know, a little bit scatterbrained, a little bit hyperactive. What did that do for you? Why do you say that it helped you in school? I know. But, yeah, um, yeah. You know. So doing yoga as a, as a kid, and even to this day, um, it helped me to get into my body and really just focus on sensation first and then identify what I was feeling so that I can empower myself to act in, a, in, in whatever action I took. So if I was angry, instead of just acting out, it's like I, I, I sat in that sensation of anger and I, I said, okay, you know, I'm angry. And then I was able to to say, well, I'm angry, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else. It gave me that pause. Yes. And and so if you were to take that out of mind and into body, because later I, I became a, a big time runner, um, it would be I'm running and I'm in this sensation of running and I, suddenly I feel pain. Well, okay, now my sensation is pain. And so I identify that I'm in pain and maybe I'm feeling panic and anxiety. So instead of pushing myself, maybe my action isn't to just keep going and ignore it. Maybe it's to explore that pain and say, maybe I do need to stop or something. So that's where it kind of, it's it's a valuable tool because you you learn so much more mind-body awareness. Um, and that's really, I think, the biggest, the biggest thing that changes your life. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that is uh, some really powerful stuff because I didn't yes. encounter that uh, well, this isn't about me. We'll talk about this some other time. But no, I, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. something. And a lot of that has to do with uh, because of what they're telling you as you're going through the classes. Like the, the intense amount of focus that you have when you're having to hold a pose for extended periods of time, especially yes. like when you're doing Bikram or heated yoga. There's a lot tough. of panic. There's a, yes. like, um, for, I mean, even now, if you put me in a heated classroom, I'm like, oh, we have to stay here for how long? Yeah. <laughs> and 60 to 90 of, minutes. Yeah. yeah. You're kind of, there's kind of a panic. And you really, you sit in that emotion and, and gain mastery over your, um, your urges, your like, yes. your quick response. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that's the right word. No, your but fight yeah. or flight is your that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus like yeah. if you're doing it alone, you might just stop. It's like almost like you're forced to do it. And that, that yeah. repeated action of like showing up day after day and doing that and putting yourself through that 
teaches you how to uh, mm -hmm. maybe quiet the part of you that's just noise yeah. and separate that from when your body's actually telling you, hey, something's wrong or, hey, how do you feel? Yeah. Uh, don't, you know, just in instantly scream at someone when you're mad, <laughs> slow down, yeah. like think about why you're mad. <laughs> do you even deserve to be mad? Like that whole process. Exactly. Is, it, is that even the most productive thing to do? And I'll, I'll and, take it one step further and say that adaptive yoga is, um, observing and sitting in the emotion, but also deciding what what's right for you and your body. And you're like having the moment to step back and say, well, you know, maybe I should stretch a little deeper or maybe this is the point where I back off, you know? So it's not feeling forced to stay in it um, and in something, but being wise about where and when do you go for it, when do you yeah, go back. It's, yeah. it's exercising that discrimination, um, that discernment uh, yeah. on your body. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, that's a great way to put it because I think like a lot of people, especially people who do have like an injury or maybe are new to it, it can be very intimidating to come into a class and see women doing hand, or women, men and women doing handstands and doing oh, yeah. forearm stands. And yeah. a lot of times like that's what you see when you turn on Instagram, you see people doing really cool things. Uh, things yeah and that's very scary <laughs> for someone they instantly think that they have to do that yes they're gonna yes. fall into that and they yeah. think like oh yoga is not for me yoga is for this one body type and this one person that has I don't know this much money and I can't afford it I'm not that person so, yes. so it's like really hard to invest in something that you feel like you're not a part of or yeah. you, that's you don't think maybe it's not worth it to take a chance on so yes now uh, you know I want to talk about something and we didn't even talk about this before we sat down yeah, no. but um this this specific part but this is something that's important to me because I've had people you know in my population when I tell them that I'm going to do yoga and that, that I do yoga they attach it to a religious value mm -hmm. and I know that there are 10 Tendencies and you can use that, you know, in that context. But can you explain to our people a little bit about how that doesn't have to be for, you know, used in a religious way or, yeah, or, yeah. or that you can be of any faith construct or any yeah, value yeah. and still do yoga? For sure. We definitely have to give props to the lineage of yoga. It was 5,000 years old and it did start off um, – in India, and it is a, it was at the time very linked to the religion, and it was a really big. It is still a big part of, of Hinduism, and the, a lot of the poses derive from the spiritual texts, and a lot of the poses are inspired by the Hindu gods. Like uh, splits is Hanuman. Hanuman is a god, um, and so we. We have to give it that respect, that co the culture, that that knowledge. But yoga is also an internal thing. It is it is an internal philosophy and system for getting to your highest self um, and in your highest state of being. And so that is like that is kind of high level um, psychology and philosophy and spirituality. But that doesn't have to be tied to religion because if you are so so really. What really is interesting to me, and this might be a tangent, but no, no, um, so the word for demon in in uh, Sanskrit, where like it kind of translates to more separation, mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting because it's not so much something else that's coming to like wreck your life. It's it's your own self creating distance from your body, from your mind, from your breath, from each other, from humanity, from the world. So. Um, 
So in the, like going way back, you know, if you are separated from your body to the point where you're not listening to it and you're injuring it, it's really hard to think about, oh, am I going to hit like nirvana or enlightenment? We have to start somewhere. And that process for each human, it's, it's their own path. It's totally individual. So what that means for you is, or at least what I found, especially doing yoga and and then um, in adaptive yoga is the best place to begin is, is in the body and in the breath and in the mind. And since yoga is a body, breath, mindful practice, um, it sort of addresses that and gets you started. And maybe that's where you go and that's where you stay. You achieve awesome awareness and you protect your body and you grow and that's awesome. There is no pressure to become a guru or um, you I think know, that's what people, major, some people yeah, think. Yeah, for think sure. Some people think that uh, that's what you're going to do mm-hmm. when you go into a yoga Exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of it is like what you take it. I mean, I've worked with um, veterans who are like, what is this? Am I praying to yeah. the sun god doing sun salutations? I'm like, well, are you? Like, you know, you know, you don't have to. You could just be moving and stretching. I mean, think of it like, you know, you're putting your leg back and you're stretching. Breathe. Well, just, you know, can you just sit in that, that sensation? So, um so, so we have to give it the, so yes, we have to give it the honor that in traditional and in cultural spheres, it is still very much a religious practice. But here in the West, we, we really, we, um, when the gurus came from India to bring yoga, like Yogananda and everything, they, they addressed it first with the mind body and then kind of, they even use like if Christianity is your thing and that's something that you uh, feel so good stretching and, and not like you want to meditate in a prayer, there's really no wrong answer, really. Um, so it's kind of liberating because it's what brings you to your higher, your mm-hmm. highest self. Yeah, I like that you said that, that it can be used in whatever spiritual practice. That's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah. If you do have a yeah. spiritual practice, yeah. it can be used for yeah. that. You know, I have friends that are Muslim that do that mm-hmm. that that uh, that do yoga. I have friends that are yeah. Christian. It's you know people who are non that have no faith. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I, you know, I don't go into it with wanting to connect with them. Yeah. You know, and nor do I feel that kind of pressure. In the kinds of yoga classes that I've taken. Yeah, because yoga within itself is a little bit like Buddhism. There isn't, it's a philosophy for getting connected Mm -hmm. to your highest self. And if your highest self is joining yourself with God and feeling that connection, Mm -hmm. well, then that's what it is for you. Mm -hmm. If it is just ultimate awareness and peace and compassion for all living beings, then that's what it's going to be. Um, yeah, so awesome. very cool. <laughs> so awesome, yeah, awesome yeah. question. Yeah, I just had to ask. I had no, to ask because I've literally I, had people freak out. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. one time, one time I just told someone, and I know this also. It's a long story, but because of my my religious background, that, mm-hmm. that sometimes some people can feel uncomfortable, and everyone's yeah. like, "Well, that's sad," you know, because it's such a cool thing <laughs> yeah. to do with your body. Yeah. Like it's not. You don't yeah. have to see it that way. It can be. It yeah. can be limiting. Um, it yeah. can be one of those things that separate uh, ourselves from connecting and from getting really close to each other, and yeah. so. I think it's just a, a lens. Like if you shift it from um, not so much what it what it is for someone else, um, what it could be for you, and what it could do for you and your development, and really, it just it just I mean, I, it's changed my life. So I, I love it. And um, and however you approach it, I, I say just give it a, give it a shot, and um, and just remember it's personal. So yeah, cool. 
So <laughs> Natalie, I think we're getting close to finishing this up, but is there anything you'd like to say to anybody who's looking to do adaptive yoga, who's going to be doing adaptive yoga with us? Anything yeah. you'd like to say about that? Hmm. Anything um, for those of us who are joining us in adaptive yoga. Uh, to just to just really come out and uh, come out, do the adapt, do it, do the adapt. <laughs> just be here. Just be here. Please be our friend. Be, our, be, be part of our community. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do, do the yoga. Be be interested and in, and in come with this with curiosity. Curiosity for your body. Curiosity for um, new information and new techniques for for you know, your mind, your body, your spirit, be open to breathing and, and seeing how, how the breath can really change you. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Curiosity, open mind, courage, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Natalie, where can people find you online? Um, I am on Facebook at Natalie Danielle Yoga, and that's also my Instagram uh, handle. Yeah, that's cool. what it is, a handle. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what is that? Um, and so I'm on there. Um, yeah, you can Username, find me. handle. Yeah, it's handle. It's handle. I know. Yeah, it's it's, handle. it's like all the different social yeah, media kind of gets different. a little... <laughs> Confusing. <laughs> Confusing. Username. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> my uh, AOL. My, my AIM. Oh, my, my gosh. Instant yes. messenger name. Uh, <laughs> all right, people, you can find me at Giancarlos TBT. Is it Giancarlos Gonzalez TBT? Yeah, that's my handle on, oh, no. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find us on the Total Body Training website, totalbodytraining.com, Facebook, and you can also find us on, I'm getting mis mixed up, on I'm the sorry. Total Body Training Facebook, and you can find me. Uh, we have a podcast. We have so many things going on right now. I lose track of how much we have going on. And what but they're named. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> if you just look up Total Body Training, we have a massive amount of content. So please look us up. Until next time, peace. Bye. I come off a little dwarfy like this poor human half elf is like confronted with these like dangerous obstacles.